going on guys welcome back to the weekly d show where the d stands for deep dies with dalton i'm your host dalton leno and i'm coming at you with another episode here this week super pumped to be back before i dive into this one um, i had the opportunity to be on another podcast my buddy glenn had me on his podcast called the after school sorry the after after high school podcast um and we sat down and talked about life after high school for me, some of the things that developed, we talked about business, we talked about fitness, we talked about life, all that stuff. So if you guys are interested in listening to that, head over um, to his podcast, check it out, give it a listen. I'll link it in the show notes here so you can check it out if you want um, to dive into that. If you aren't following me on Instagram, head over there, follow me, dlano.93. If you aren't subscribed to the Weekly D Show, subscribe on all podcast platforms. That way you don't miss out on any episodes. I am going to preface this episode here by saying my cat Enzo is in a mood and he is running around doing some crazy shit, so you might be hearing him in the background. So if you hear any ruckus, it's my guy Enzo. Um, But let's dive into today's episode. So I have been reading a book called The Psychology of Money. Um, One of the things that I set out to do in... 2022 and this has been a goal of mine for a while is to learn more about money my relationship with money um there's a lot of taboo things around it i grew up not really understanding it so i'm at a point now in my life where i want to take responsibility for that so i've been diving into a bunch of different financial stuff and the psychology of money has been a book that has been on my radar um for a period of time and so i've been reading through it i'm about halfway and there was this one part of the um the book that really hit me and it's funny because this isn't really going to be anything related to finances and that's kind of uh the cool part about the psychology of money is it, it talks more about the mindset around it um so not so much strategic tactics but how you can um approach uh, money investing and whatnot. And so he had this little um, blurb talking about how even the big players fail. Um, and he mentioned that Warren Buffett owned 400 to 500 stocks during his life and made most of his money off of 10 of them. Um, the other thing that they had talked about is like just big failures that people that we look up to now as from a financial perspective, let's say as successful, like people like Jeff Bezos, um, they launched, they launched something called the fire phone, which I never even heard of before. Um, and it obviously absolutely failed. Um, and so basically he was just kind of getting into this idea that, you know, we pay attention to these quote unquote role models of success. Um, and we see all these great things that they've done or these big wins that they've had, but we often overlooked the fact that a large percentage of their gains are coming from a small percentage um, of their successful actions. So I think what we forget is we don't see all the failures that they've made or that people have made in their life. All we see is the win, right? And a high percentage of those wins or successes that have led to, let's say, their wealth or their opportunities have come from a small percentage of wins and there's a tons of failures that we don't we don't see. Um, and I think it kind of makes us feel like, you know, when we have setbacks and failures, it means we're doing something wrong. And I don't think that that's the case, but it does feel like that. Even though these big players or these quote unquote, some more successful people that we see, they may be making 
just as much of the the wrong mistakes as us probably they are um but they just have some of those wins or those right decisions be big and result in a big outcome um and so this just got me thinking just a little bit about you know my life and um just how I can kind of shift my mindset in that all right you know I'm gonna have a lot of failures I got to keep moving forward. I got to keep putting myself in positions to try to be successful because at some point I'm going to hit on one of those um, right things. And the goal is to hit on that right thing that's going to result in an exponential benefit for you. And I think part of what he talks about in this book is the idea of being patient and that these things take time and that the idea of gaining wealth o- over a long term Um, or a long period of time is what we have to focus on instead of trying to always be aiming for this short-term win or gain that's going to maybe maybe earn us a little bit more money but are we going to be able to keep that money and have it be sustainable along across a long period of time and so it kind of got me just thinking about about this and I think that recognizing that even the big players or the quote-unquote successful people that we see um, they failed so many more times than they've won. They've just understood how to fail. And I think as you start to have successes and you start to grow both like from a mindset standpoint where you're more okay with failures because you've hit some wins and from a financial standpoint, as you continue to have some successes financially, that allows you the freedom to make some of those more um, wrong mistakes and not be hurt so much by them, right? And I think it's all about managing that and making sure that, you know, if we do have a failure, it's not some great um, catastrophic failure and that we can overcome that and then continuing to push forward so that we can eventually land on that right win that hopefully will exponentially allow us to to grow forward. Um, so I just want to share that with you. This is going to be a quick one. Uh, this is just something that's been on my mind. Um, I jotted this down as I was, I was reading through it and I thought it would be cool to share, cool to, to reflect on. And, you know, it's helped me kind of wrap my head around things and, and more from a financial perspective as well, because as I get to the point of my life now, um, you know, trying to figure out how I can continue to be, um, you know, wealthy and maintain, that wealth across time. Um, this book has been very helpful to opening my mind to that. Um, and so I encourage you to, to take a read through it. If, uh, if finances is something you're trying to learn, and even if it's not, if you already feel pretty confident with like your understanding of finances and whatnot, um, I think this, this book comes at it from a a different perspective. And one of my biggest, uh, not biggest, one of my favorite things about reading books in different realms and learning from different people is that there's so much like crossover between different, um, lanes that you can learn from. Like, for example, I pulled this, um, you know, idea from the financial book that not only is going to help me understand like, okay, how I can be successful financially, but also how I can take this and apply it to my life from a growth perspective around failure and successes. 
So I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you aren't subscribed, head over to your podcast platform, subscribe, drop a review. If you aren't following me on Instagram, head over there, follow me, dlano.93. Like I said, I was on my buddy Glenn's podcast. Um, I'll link the show notes in below. If you want to check that out, give it a listen. Um, let me know what you think. It's always interesting to be on the other side of the podcast where I'm being interviewed versus me interviewing or just talking on my own. But go on, guys. Have a great day. As always, remember to dig deep. I love you. Peace.